Hello, and welcome to the Ion Stone podcast, where we discuss movies, TV shows, and much more. I'm Anderson Miller, and this is a segment I'll be doing once a month called Ending Solved. taking a deep look into stories of any kind and using clues and context, I'll construct what I believe is an answer to some of the most perplexing narratives. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about Christopher Nolan's Inception, which, since its release in 2010, has been one of the most discussed films, and to this day still has people trying to figure out whether or not Cobb, the main character, was in fact dreaming or if he was finally in reality at the end. Now, there are literally hundreds of videos and Reddit novelists that have spent a lot of time examining this film from beginning to end, breaking it down to its simplest components, and coming up with their theories, and I promise that's not what this is. I am just done with this film. I'm done trying to decide what is going on. And to be honest with you, I've watched this film so many times, and every time I watch it, like anybody else, I come up with my idea of what's going on, and I think, yep, that's it, and then I watch it again, and I find things that contradict my theory from before, and it happens over and over and over again. It is just like the Penrose Stairs, which Arthur references through this movie several times. This movie is an entire Penrose staircase. It just never ends. No matter what level you go to, that'll lead to the level before or the level next, but then that one will lead to the level before. It just never ends. And that's something I just had to accept. Christopher Nolan is a genius filmmaker, and he knows what he's doing. My favorite example of this is The Totem, which is what had everyone so hyper-focused on that ending scene. Is it going to fall over? Is it not? That top does not matter. Let me say that again. It does not matter. And believe me, that frustrated me to realize that because like many, when I left the theater, me and my friends were going back and forth on whether or not that thing was going to fall over. That is all we cared about. But let me just tell you, I have realized something that I never realized in all the times that I've watched this movie. I've actually determined that what we and Cobb see as the real world is in fact the first level of the dream world. And not only that, I actually believe that it's Maul's dream. Which is why when Cobb is depicted in this real world, we see him without a wedding ring, and he has this idea in his head that he has to try and change things so that he can get home to his children back in the States. And think what you want, but just because Michael Caine said that Christopher Nolan told him that all of his scenes took place in the real world when he handed him his script doesn't mean that they actually are. Sure, that could have just been the working title for it when they were making the film, and if you think about it, it is presented to us as the viewer and even Cobb as being the real world. I honestly think it's just another way that Christopher Nolan shows off his genius in planting an idea and we go right along with it. You may ask what the point of this would be, and that is what I figured out. This whole film focuses on ideas and how powerful one can be. Maul wants Cobb to come back to the world that they built together. 
She knows Cobb is obsessed with the idea of being in the real world. I believe Maul killed herself in the dream world when she fell off that building and returned to the actual real world. Cobb's totem, which is actually Maul's, works the way it does in this supposed real world because it is her dream, her rules. Maul is allowing this to further prove this world's authenticity as well as creating this narrative that is preventing Cobb from seeing his children. The idea that Cobb made Maul question her reality to the point of actually committing suicide is what drives him through this movie. But I believe that was actually an idea planted in his mind by Maul. She knows he loves her and their children. She also knows that deep down, no matter how hard he tries to convince her of otherwise, that in his subconscious, he knows that returning to the real world will not work because of what isn't there. Their children. Realizing how obsessed Cobb had become with getting her and him out of limbo, Maul created the opportunity for Cobb to get into that safe and have access to her totem, the top. She knew it would be the only way that Cobb would come back and accept the reality of it all. This is even teased earlier in the film in the conversation between him and Professor Miles. He tells him that Maul won't let him. Professor Miles responds with, come back to reality. So to sum up my theory on Inception, I believe this film is planting an idea in our mind as well as Cobb's. We're presented with a protagonist who is apparently on the run after being suspected of doing something he did not do, killing his wife. And now he's on the run, going across the globe, doing jobs where he's going into people's dreams and planting ideas for money, building a reputation, and somehow he thinks this is going to lead him back to his children. And that doesn't make any sense. Doing these jobs, being on the run, is not going to fix anything or change anything. If anything, it's going to make things worse. That logic just doesn't apply in the real world. However, it does apply in the dream world. And that's what made me start to think this whole movie is taking place in a dream. And at that, Maul's dream. I believe that Maul realized that Cobb was losing his way. And she knew she had to do something to get him to realize something he once knew. And that is that the real world sucks. And they wanted to leave and build a dream world together where they could be happy forever. So, she planted an idea in Cobb's head, knowing that it would send him on a journey in hopes that it would eventually bring him back to her. And she knew she could have a helping hand of that if it was her dream and she were in control. So, I believe this whole film is just Maul trying to get Cobb to come back to her and help him realize something he once knew. So, if you ask me, the last scene of this movie is Cobb returning home to his children in the world that him and Maul created together. So that is my theory on Inception. And I have to say, it felt so good for once to just finish this film and not feel like I was scrambling my brain trying to figure out what I had just watched. I feel confident that I have solved the ending to this film. Now, I will admit that feels a little wrong to say, especially about a Christopher Nolan film. And I'm a little nervous that there's something I'm overlooking. And you know what? This is all subjective. Don't be afraid to call it out. 
shed some insight on something that I've missed, I want the discussion. I love talking about movies, television, any storytelling at all. It's something that I am very passionate about, and I want to hear what you have to say. So don't be afraid to message us. Leave a comment down below. Let's continue the discussion. But until then, I'm going to put this movie on the shelf and let it rest for a little bit because although I love this film, I think it's great from beginning to end. It has given me a lot of headaches and I'm ready to move on to something else. So I'm Anderson Miller. Thanks for tuning in to the Ion Stone podcast. Yeah.